All right, good evening, everyone. Hopefully, everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we'd like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for yet another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is November 16th, 2023, and week 250. If you're new around here, welcome to Join the Midst of the Storm. This is a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. If you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say, welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out trying to hear what thus says the Lord. Now, we do have two early comments, one from Casey and David. Casey says, praise the Lord, everyone. Hopefully everyone is having a blessed and prosperous day in the Lord. God bless. And also David says, praise the Lord, my brothers. Hope everyone is doing well and having a blessed day in the Lord Jesus. And Kim just commented, praise the Lord to all. So praise the Lord to you three. Thank you for being um, one of the early comments. Uh, we always appreciate all of the comments and the interactions and the questions. So um, feel free to comment at any time. So without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks. And we can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. As always, we pray that you guys get something out of it. Thank you, Melvin. Let us go into a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for your blessings, Lord. We thank you for just your presence, Lord, just for uh, dwelling in us, Lord, for dwelling amongst us, Lord, for dwelling amongst uh, your people, Lord. We thank you for our life, health, and strength, Lord. We thank you for just being a God who you are, the God that you are, Lord, a God who loves us, a God who uh, desires to be with us, Lord, a God who would not give up on us, Lord. So we thank you for that first and foremost, Lord. We're praying uh, tonight for your continued protection, Lord. We're praying tonight for uh, just our unsaved family members, our unsaved loved ones, the, the people around us, Lord. Help us to make an impact on lives, Lord. Help us to bring souls to you, to win souls through our actions, Lord. Not our words, but the way that we live, Lord. We're praying that no matter what happens to us in this life, continually remind us that there is a reason to have joy in the midst of every storm. Lord, we're praying for the Bible study tonight that your word would go forth, that you would increase and only you, and that we would all decrease. Lord, we're praying all these blessings in your magnificent name, Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen. You know, while you were speaking there, uh, you talked about the early comments that we have. I, I thought about the old saying, they said, the early bird gets the worm. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it is truly a, a blessing. It's truly a, a privilege and an honor to be amongst you guys tonight for yet again another Bible study. I thank God for those of you who have tuned in early with us um, because, you know, God truly sees the dedication. He truly sees the commitment to studying his word, to learning more about him. And so, I truly believe in what the scripture tells us. He's a rewarder to those that diligently seek him. And so I'm thanking God for the rewards that he will be handing out um, amongst his people. So God bless each of you. We're going to move right along tonight. As always, you guys can post your questions if you have anything. Um, you can always feel free to post your comments. Um, we appreciate whatever input. Uh, and actually, I don't even usually say this, but I do I do want to encourage you to like the video uh, if you feel so led. Now, if you don't feel led to do it, don't do it. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not pressuring you to do anything. I'm not pressuring you to share, to like, to do any of those things. But it does help us to just spread um, and so if you do feel led to do so, I want to encourage you to do that. So nonetheless, we're going to move into the word tonight. Some things that uh, God laid on my heart as um, I just began to read his word and just just going through life. You know, I was reading some scriptures and we'll get there. But something I want to make sure that I don't do. Now, as I tell you guys all the time, a lot of times I talk about me. I don't just come on any Bible study to talk about someone else. I'm involved with this as well. And so something I don't want to happen to me is, I, is that 
I don't want to fall into a trap of thinking I know something. And it turns out I really don't know. I don't want that to happen. Now, it has happened to me. Now, we might be different. That may have never happened to you. You probably have always gotten it right. You've never made a mistake. You've never thought you knew something that you didn't know. See, that might not have happened to you. But now me, on the other hand, (laughs) I've thought I knew some things. And I was really persuaded in my mind that I knew. But I really didn't. And so I want to look at that tonight. And we'll get to that. But there are so many sayings. There are so many things that are said. There are things that we hear that really uh, shape and mold who we are as people. It shapes and molds how we think. And so I want to challenge you tonight to think again. I want to challenge you to do that because if we're not careful, we will think the wrong things. We will get the wrong understanding and we will come out on the wrong side. So now let's pick up Proverbs 23 and 7. Let's see what that says, Mel. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. Now, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. You know, a lot of times we'll take these verses and we'll say, well, you know, if you think uh, you're going to be sick, you will be sick. If you think you'll be this way, you will be that way. If you think this, you will be that. And, you know, that is true now to a degree. I want to make sure we keep a lot of things in context. Uh, Sometimes I've heard people talk about speaking something into existence. If you just think it, uh, even I feel like that was a saying when I was in school. If you think it, you can achieve it or something along those lines. It's all about how we think. And there and again, there is truth to that. There's certainly truth to that. But now. There are limitations to that as well. See, I can think all day. Now, I don't think this. (laughs) I don't think this, but I'm going to say it. Now, I can think all day that I'm a woman. I can think that, but God doesn't think that. See, there is a limitation when our thinking does not line up with God's thinking, when it contradicts what God desires, what God's will is. See, I can think all day that I'm going to win a million dollars by nightfall. I can think that. But (laughs) the reality is it's not true. See, there is some truth to this stuff now. there's There's some truth. If I think I'm going to be successful in life, if I think I'm going to be saved, look, there might be some truth to that. But I want you to understand there is a limit. See, we cannot step outside of God. We cannot. But the problem is sometimes people think so much that they, we try to outthink God. You know, let's move. I want to move. I don't want to stay here. Go to the book of Acts, Acts chapter nine. Now, this, I truly believe, had I been in this situation, I probably would have said the same thing. See, I, I, I can't read these scriptures and look at how people respond and look at people, how behave and how they act and then wonder, why do they think like that? Why did they make this decision? Why did they make that? If it had been me, people say that a lot. If it had been me, I would have did the opposite. I would have made the right choice. See, I try to really put myself in here. And when I do, I realize that I'm no better than them. I'm no different. I would have did some of the same stuff. Some of the same things. 
I hear my pastor talk about how, uh, and people talk about how in the flood of Noah, had they been there, they just would have believed in Noah. It sounds so easy for us to say these things. But the reality is we would have made the same choices. But now I don't want to go there. Acts chapter 9 and verse 10 here. Acts 9 and verse 10. See, I want you to think again. Think again. Acts 9 and verse 10. Let's see what it says. And there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him said the Lord in a vision, Ananias. And he said, Behold, I am here, Lord. God now, dealing with this man, Ananias, he's, he's talking to him. He comes to him in a vision. Ananias said, Lord, I'm here. He already knew who it was. He already understood who it was. And he said, Behold, I am here, Lord. He recognizes this is God. He recognized that. Read for us, Mel. And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the street, which is called Straight, and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he prayeth, and hath seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him that he might receive his sight. He tells him, look, I've got a job for you. I have something I want you to do. Go down, and I want you to see a man named Saul. <laughs> Saul. Now, this man was wreaking havoc on the church. He is terrorizing God's people. He is causing people to be killed. He's causing so much destruction, pain, and agony. And this is the man... <laughs> that God tells Ananias, look, I want you to go down there. I want you to go down there. And not only do I want you to go down there, he said, look, this man saw he's had a vision. And in his vision, you came and put your hands up. You're going to, brother, you're going to get so close to the man. You're going to lay hands on the man. <laughs> You're going to go down there and pray for this man who is responsible for having people killed. That's what you're going to do. This is the job that I have for you. He's already had the man Stephen killed. The deacon, he's already had him killed. Stoned the man to death. And now God begins to deal with Ananias. And he said, I got a job for you. Specifically for you. Go down there and pray for the man. Go down there and talk to the man about Christ. Go down there and help him. We're talking about the same Paul, the man who would be, later become Paul, that wrote the very books, many of them that we read from. The very man that God chose to be the apostle to the Gentile. This is the man. Before he became that man. But God tells Ananias, I want you to go down there. I want you to notice this. I want you to notice this. What verse are we at? 13. Uh, yes, 13. Let's pick up 13. Let's see what he says. Then Ananias answered. Lord, I have heard by many of this man how much evil he hath done to thy saints at Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. And here he hath authority from the chief priests to bind all that call on thy name. My God. Now, when I read this, my heart dropped because I don't want to get out of the will of God due to my own thinking. I don't want to get out of God's will. I don't want to fight God's will. Now, I'm not telling he, he, he put up a, a big fight. I'm not saying that. I'm not trying to insinuate that. 
But I'm just, I looked at this and I began to think about what would I have said? What would I have thought if God tells me to go down? And I know this man, look, I've heard all kinds of stuff. People running left and right from this man. And God's telling me to go down there. (laughs) God, what you want me to go down here to do? (laughs) He's killing everybody else. You don't think he's going to do the same to me? See, I made sure to point out he recognized from the beginning it was God. He said, Lord, I'm here. I'm here. I hear you. But now once you start talking like this, Lord, I don't hear you so well. (laughs) Lord, (laughs) the phone's starting to break up, Lord. It's some technical difficulty. Look, what are you talking about? He's seen in a vision. Does the man even pray? It doesn't seem like he prays with the way he's behaving. See, this is why I wanted you and me to think again. Think again. Sometimes God sends us on missions. Sometimes God causes us to go in a way that makes no sense. That seems like, why in the world would I do that? God, why would I do these things? You know, that's how people look at us as followers of God. You know, the the word tells us to love our enemies. Someone who doesn't understand God would say, why would you do that? Someone who mistreated you, someone who lied from you, someone who stole from you, someone who hurt your family members, whatever they have did. Why? Why would you do that? I'm telling you, it's time to think again. It's time to think again. His thoughts are not our thoughts. We know this. But when it comes to practicing this, look, this is tough. But the man, Ananias, said, Lord, I heard some things about him. Lord, you must not have heard. He recognized it was God from the beginning. But still, his own thoughts began to creep in. And I'm telling you right now tonight. I probably would have said the same thing. I probably would have said more than this. (laughs) I probably would have had to have said more than this. Lord, are you sure you didn't mix up the man's name? You must be talking about a different Saul. There's got to be two down there. Look, a lot of people have the same names. (laughs) Lord, what's his last name? (laughs) It's time to think again. It's time to think again. Once we know it's God, once he's made himself clear, he's made himself known. I just need to think again. There's no way around it. I've got to think my actions over again. So he said, Lord, I've heard about this man. But this was the beginning This right here was the beginning. Well, I don't want to use the beginning, but this was a pivotal part of us being saved. This definitely wasn't the beginning, but this was a pivotal part of us being saved. He had to overcome these fears. See, these people endured the same trials, the same fear, the same anxiety, the same All the feelings we feel when it comes time for us to do some things that God tells us to do. These people felt the same things. They felt the same things. And so this man is faced with this. This fear. But I only wanted to come here because as I read this. I realize, Lord, I don't want what I hear. I don't want what I think. I don't want how I feel. I don't want anything to come between 
me following the will of God. I don't want anything to separate me from God. This same Paul said he's persuaded that nothing shall separate us. That's only true if, if we don't allow things to separate us. See, Ananias here could have allowed fear to separate him. He could have told God, God, I just can't do that. I, I, I hear what you're saying, God, but I don't trust that man. And what he really would have been saying was, God, I don't trust you. That's really what it would have come down to. So this, all of these things have to do with our faith. The, the apostles prayed, Lord, increase our faith. But you know what? We need an increase to overcome our thoughts. We must think again. We must. If we're going to be saved, we must think again. My mind goes to Naaman, and I don't believe we're going to go there tonight, but my mind goes to Naaman and how he was sick, leprosy, very contagious disease. And so he had heard about how this prophet could help him, the prophet Elisha. And so he makes his journey all the way down there, him and all of his men, all of the people traveling with him, all of their animals. He took gifts down there. He took presents. He took money. He took clothing. He took all of these things to offer to the prophet if the prophet could help him. And so he goes all the way up to the door. <laughs> See, Naaman now, he was a re respected man. He's a well-respected, renowned man. He's a general in the army, if you will. He's the sergeant. He's the lieutenant. Well-respected. This man, he goes to the door. No doubt, knocks on the door. And he asks for the prophet. And yet, the prophet sends word out. Tells him what to do. Look, go down and dip yourself. Seven times. He gives him instruction. Never once comes out to address the man. Never comes out to talk to him. Never lays eyes on the man. He had nothing to do with it other than sending the word out to the man. And Naaman got mad. <laughs> he, he totally missed the fact that he could be healed. He totally missed that. All because of his own thoughts. He says, surely I thought this man would come out here, wave around his hands. I thought he would spin around in a circle, do something. At least come out here and address me. At least come out here and salute me like everyone else does. Man didn't even come out here. What, does he not respect me? See, look at how we begin to think the wrong thoughts. He started naming other bodies of water. He said, isn't there some other bodies of water around here better than the Jordan? Better than the one he told me to go to? This happens to us. Once we receive the word of God, so often our thoughts, our thoughts are what's holding us back. So I'm, I'm telling you tonight, it's time to think again. We better... Think again. And so finally, one of Naaman's servants began to talk some sense into him. He said, man, look, if he had told you to do something hard, you would have did that. Just to show off. <laughs> Just to show how mighty you are. Just to show how such of a great man you are. And you can tell people stories. See, some people love to tell stories. They love to sit around Man, I'm telling you guys, one time, <laughs> some people love this. It makes them feel good. People sit around and listen to them. He said, if he had told you to do something hard, you would have did it. 
Why can't you do this simple thing, he asked you. And so the man humbled himself, obeyed the will of God, and he was healed. See, if we would think again, we would be healed. If we would think again, we would actually be saved. You know, the sad truth is, Melvin, run over. The sad truth is, John chapter 5, verse 39. The sad truth, and it's sad for the people that end up on the wrong side of things. The truth is, Jesus now, somebody the other day said, <laughs> I heard somebody talking the other day. They said, oh, we need to be reading the red letters. Well, brother, we'll read some red letters. We'll read some red letters. John chapter 5, verse 39, the truth is we think some things that are not true. See, don't think just because you're thinking it in your heart. It's, it's got to be true. Brother, I'm telling you, you can think you are a woman all you want, but if God made you a man, it doesn't matter what you think in your heart. It doesn't matter. See, so there are people out there who think they're already saved. See, I've got to challenge myself. I've got to look at myself and judge myself and see, am I really where I say I am? Am I really where I think I am? You know, so many times when, when people are working and they haven't looked at their phone for a while, <laughs> they said, man, I know an hour passed by by now. I just know it had to have been an hour. It feels like an hour. It feels like two hours. And then they find out it's been 30 minutes. They find out it's been 20 minutes. They said, man, <laughs> see, we can easily think something all we want. But just because you think it, that doesn't make it a reality. We must get to the truth. So Jesus now, look, my God. Look, God is telling you to think again. Read it for us, Melvin. Somebody's not going to believe that. Read it, read it for us, Melvin. Search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life. Read that again for us, Melvin. Search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life. We better read it three times. One for the <laughs> Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. <laughs> Search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life. Jesus said you better think again. He said think again. Search the scriptures. You think you've got eternal life. You already think you're saved. You think some things that you really don't know. This is why I, I, I tell myself, look, I got to make sure. I've got to think again and again and again because I need to make sure that I'm really where I claim I'm at. I can think I'm saved all day long and, and we can hold on to the scripture and say, well, if I just think it in my heart. <laughs> Brother, that sounds good. But you, you better make sure you've got the right context. The, the Bible tells us to rightly divide the word of truth. What's happening is we're not dividing the word correctly. And the people who are, we don't want to hear it. See, Jesus walked around for three and a half years preaching to people, trying to teach people. And for all that, the Bible said they would not hear they crucified him. He came to his own, and his own received him not. They didn't want to hear, brother, you don't know what you're talking about. Somebody said he's a devil. <laughs> People are calling the Son of God, God manifest in the flesh. <laughs> they said he's the devil himself. <laughs> Look at how we can be so twisted up thinking we know something. 
just because we've studied some scripture, somebody, Lord help us, somebody thinks because they've studied some Greek words that they know something. Brother, think again. Somebody thinks because I've studied the Greek words, I am ready. (laughs) I have studied the Greek. Brother, it's time to think again. See, these people we are reading about, brother, they studied Greek more than us, more than any of us. They spoke it. They spoke the language. They were fluent in the language. And Jesus talking to them, he said, search the script. He didn't tell them search the Greek text. No, he says, search the scriptures because you think You think you got it right. You think that you're going to be saved, but the way that you're headed, you're headed for damnation. You're headed for destruction. Lord, help me to think again. Whenever I'm faced with a difficult situation, whenever I'm faced uh, with anything that opposes your word, help me to think again. Look, we might get wrong sometimes. No doubt we get wrong sometimes. No doubt we get angry. We get frustrated. Happens to the best of us. But Lord, I need your help to think again. Whenever my thinking does not line up with yours. So Jesus tells them, he said, ye think ye have eternal life. You know, This is the most important thing. If we leave this earth and have not obtained eternal life, what's the profit? What does it profit us? That we've made money, that we've had all these children, that we've uh, worked a nice job, my career, this, and I've got all these awards and accolades. What does it profit us? If we never, if we never did what God asked us to do so that we could receive eternal life. Lord, help me to think again. If I have to change my thoughts to ensure that I receive eternal life, I need to do it. So this is what Jesus wanted them to think about. This is what I want you to think about tonight. Do you really have eternal life? I know you say, well, I've did this. I've been in the church for 10 years, for five years, for two years, whatever number you come up with. I paid tithes. I gave to the poor. I did this charity, whatever you come up with, I want you to think again, because that's what Jesus said. Think again. We can find him talk about a group of people who showed up on heaven's doorstep. They showed up at the gates of heaven, hoping to get in, in judgment. And God said, think again. They said, but Lord, we did all of these wonderful work. Lord, we paid our tithes. Lord, we sang in the choir. Lord, you forgot I played the guitar. (laughs) I was mean on the organ, God. I played the organ. We did fundraisers. But the Lord said, think again. Think again. So, It's better for us tonight to think again. He told us in one place, he said, you don't know what time he's going to return. We don't know. We think. See, there are some things that God told us. Go back to chapter three, the same book. There are some things that he told us we must do in order to receive or inherit eternal life. There's some things we must do. And so often, 
our thinking does not line up with what he said. So we're going to read some more red letters for the red letter lovers out there. We're going to read more of them. Look, I love the red letters. I love the black letter. Whatever color they are in this book, I love those words. So let's pick it up in verse 3. John 3 and verse 3. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. See, those people from chapter 5, if only they had been back over here. <laughs> if only they had been partakers of this conversation in chapter 3. He told them, you guys think that you're already saved. You guys think that if you die tonight, you're on your way to heaven. But Jesus said, think again. You're thinking this, but you're not correct. Your assumptions are wrong. So Jesus now, we're still sticking with Jesus. Now we're, we've backtracked to chapter 3. He says, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Isn't that what we're here for? eternal life, to be in God's kingdom, to see the kingdom of God, to see the glory of God. Isn't that what, is that not what we're here for? We're all talking about how great that day is going to be, how incredible it's going to be when we gain our wings, people. <laughs> when we fly away and finally be at rest. But you know what? Somebody better think again. We better think again. Jesus now, he said, verily, verily, I say unto thee. He's talking to us. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. You know, somebody already is thinking. I already know this. <laughs> Well, why have you not did this? Why are we not doing it? Why are we not encouraging our loved ones to do it? Why are we not encouraging the people around us to do this? Since we know, since we think we already have it understood. What's hindering us? What's holding us back? That's what the Ethiopian man said. He said, look, what's hindering me to be baptized? That's what the eunuch asked. We're going to pick it up because I want to stick with the red letters right now. So we'll drop down to verse 5. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, unto thee Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now, people, <laughs> people get upset sometimes when you repeat things, when you say the same things over and over. You know, I find, though, throughout this Bible, throughout these holy scriptures, Jesus and God, God had to repeat himself so much. Jesus also repeated himself so much. He tells us in verse 3, look, you got to be born again or you cannot see the kingdom of God. He repeats himself, but now he gives us a little more information. He says, except a man be born of the water and of the spirit, you will not Enter, you will not receive eternal life. I'm telling you, think again. So many people say, well, I don't feel I have to be baptized. I don't think we have to receive the Holy Ghost to be saved. Think again. See, this is what Jesus said. What I say doesn't matter. Look, you can... <laughs> 
write it on a piece of paper and throw it in the trash. What I say doesn't matter. Not one bit. But if I say what Jesus says, you better think about that. We cannot enter into God's kingdom unless we are water baptized, unless we receive the Holy Ghost, unless we follow on. See, some people out there are thinking they can get saved and they can still live in sin. See, some people really think that. They really think it. I'm telling you tonight, think again. Some people out there think they have so much time to get this right. I'm telling you, think again. Think again. It's a terrible thing when you hear the bad news. Someone who thought they had time they realize they no longer have time. Somebody might not even realize it anymore. People are leaving here left and right. And those same people thought they had enough time. They said, I will get it right. Just a little while longer, I'm, I'm going to do it. Just a little bit longer. I'll do what God told me. I'm telling you tonight, think again. Some of us who have already came in the church, we've gotten saved, but we're still doing, my God, we're still doing some things that we know, man, I shouldn't do this. But just one more time, I'm telling you, think again. Think again. God is calling for his people to repent. He's calling for those who are lost to be found. He's calling for us to get saved and stay that way. Because he's going to come in our lives at a time where you think not. Where we think not. So it behooves us it behooves us to get ready. It behooves us. So, if you hear nothing else that I've said tonight, let's line up with the Word of God. I know you have your own way that you are going to be saved. But we better get God's way. Baptism is a part of our salvation. Receiving the Holy Ghost is a part of our salvation. Your actions is a part of your salvation. See, don't allow someone to fool you into thinking. You don't have to be obedient to God. You can still be saved. Even though you're disobeying him, you can still be saved. Don't let anyone fool you. Think again. Think again. The man Moses, he was upset with the people. We've got a few more. We got a few more minutes. Go back to the book of Numbers. We got a few minutes. Moses was so upset. <laughs> Lord help us. Numbers chapter twenty. Pick up verse ten. He got so upset. See, I, I can totally understand the frustration that these people go through when I read it and I really analyze the situation. I can understand the frustration. Moses is out here. Now, I don't know how many people it was, but they're telling me it's north of 100,000. 
500,000, a million people. I don't know exactly how many, but if it's a thousand people, that's plenty. If it's hard enough to deal with a hundred people, look, we can't even deal with two or three. Two or three of us can't even get along. So this man is out here now with over a hundred thousand people and some say up to a million. He's out here dealing with their problems. They get him so upset. Read verse 10 for us, Melvin. And Moses and Aaron gathered the congregation together before the rock. And he said unto them, Hear now, ye rebels, must we fetch you water out of this rock? Now, this, this is a man that's mad. He called them the old Miss Rebels. He said, Hear now, ye rebels. <laughs> <laughs> you folks do not do right. No matter how much God deals with you, no matter how much God shows you, no matter how much God blesses you, you just won't act right. What's different? What's different today? No matter what we read, no matter how many times we talk about being born again, no matter how many times we talk about repenting and being saved, all these things, people just don't do Right. I saw a video the other day. People are breaking in stores, stealing alcohol, stealing, Lord help us, stealing anything these people have to offer, stealing eggs, stealing noodles. I mean, look at what we're coming to. People breaking into trucks, 18-wheelers, stealing everything out. of. Look at what we're coming to, rebels. People that think this is a good thing. Because they got guns. Think again. You can have your fun now. The Bible calls it pleasure for a season. You can have, you can enjoy some pleasure in this season, but just know the seasons change. Look, I remember when it first got cold. <laughs> when I first felt this year now, when it first hit us, it seemed like it just came out of nowhere. <laughs> I said, man, whoa, it's cold. I, <laughs> I wasn't expecting. I, I hadn't been listening to the news and I didn't check the weather, but as soon as I felt it, I said, wow, came out of nowhere. See, the season's going to change. You're having a, the time of your life right now. Man, we're living a dream. But the season's going to change. Whether you're ready for the winter or not, look, it's coming. Whether you're ready for summer, it's coming. Whether you're ready for spring, it's coming. And it's coming before we know it. So Moses now, he's upset. The people have frustrated him. He said, look, here now, you rebel. Look, do we have to do this for you? Read, read what he said. And Verse Moses, 12. oh, 12. Mm -hmm. And the Lord spake. Did you read? Did you read the whole 11? Uh, I hadn't started 11 yet. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, read 11. And Moses lifted up his hand, and with his rod, and with his, his rod, he smote the rock twice, and the water came out abundantly, and the congregation drank, and their beasts also. Now God instructed Moses to speak to this rock. He didn't instruct Moses to hit the rock, but just because of the anger of dealing with these hard-headed people. He's so upset now. He hits the rock twice. Lord, I need you to help me. Lord, I need you to help me think again. These people will make you so upset. When I watch people breaking in stores, I don't have to own these stores. I don't have to own any of this, but it makes me sick. I can't stand to see this stuff. Wicked people willing to take whatever you have and you can get so upset that you can get out of character. You can get so upset that you're wanting to hurt these people. These things can happen to us if we don't think again, if we don't rely on God and remember his word told us vengeance is his. Look, nobody's going to get away. You can break in whatever you want. Just know you won't get away. God promised us that much. He's going to avenge us against our adversaries. He promised us that. He promised that. So Moses now, he's gotten out of character. 
He's hit the rock twice. But the reason I came here to finish it up, because I want you to realize you've got to be obedient to God. You've got to be. You cannot be saved and think that you don't have to be obedient. So he disobeys God out of frustration. He disobeys God. I want to see what God says. Pick up verse 12. You know what? Go go ahead and read. Did you finish 11? Yes. I don't think you did. Did you? Okay, so he hits the rock and water comes out. God still gave the people water. But there was punishment coming. Pick up verse 12. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron, because ye believed me not, to sanctify me in the eyes of the children of Israel. Therefore, ye shall not bring this congregation into the land which I have given thee, given them. God said, because you believed me not. Hold on, God. <laughs> Hold on, God. What do you mean he didn't believe you? See, Moses did believe in God, didn't he? Didn't he have faith? That God exists. See, somebody out there today thinks all I've got to do is say I believe in Jesus and I'm already ready. I'm going to be saved. Think again. Think again. You cannot be disobedient and believe you're going to make it in. Moses, now, he believed that God exists. This isn't what God was saying here. Sure, sure, Moses believed God exists. He'd been walking with Moses all these years. He's led these people out in the wilderness 40 years, believing in God. God has shown him things. He, he showed him uh, the rod turning into the snake. He showed him uh, it, it turning uh, his skin turning white, and then he changed it, and it turned back the normal color. God has shown him so much. God has shown him the Red Sea parting. Before his very eyes, he's shown him things. He had faith in God, but now he has been disobedient. And God said, because you didn't believe me. See, you've got to be obedient to God. See, believing God is to obey him. Belief and obedience you don't know it because Webster didn't tell you this. <laughs> and I'm telling you right now, the Greek words aren't going to tell you this either. But belief and obedience, they are synonyms in God's eyes now. See, he told God, see, he said, because ye believed me not, he was disobedient. Because you were disobedient is what he's telling us. You cannot be disobedient to God and say, God, I believe you, though. <laughs> I know I didn't do what you told me, but God, I, I believe you, though. <laughs> See, Moses now here, he's gotten frustrated, and that's what caused this. Moses wasn't like us now. I don't want you to think Moses was that kind of person. See, we are continually disobedient to God. Moses got in this situation because he got upset. He got a little out of character here. But God is showing us you've got to obey. As much as Moses did, leading these people out here for 40 years, talking to them day after day about the promised land. I'm sure that got so annoying to people. They said, man, we've been hearing this for a long time. But this was good when we were back in Egypt. When we started hearing about the promised land, a land that flowed with milk and honey, he was going to take us to a land, land we didn't have to build and we didn't have to plant the vineyards and he would give us all this food. But when we got out here, God, it was nothing. <laughs> what happened to all those dreams that you sold us? And so at this point, they don't want to hear about the promised land anymore. Man, we've, we've heard this for 40 years and we hadn't seen a promise anything. <laughs> And so Moses, he hits the rock, disobedient to God, and God's response. See, this is God's response. 
He said, because ye believed me not. I'm telling you tonight, if you are continually disobedient to God, you can say you believe him all you want. You can say you believe in Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. You can say all these things, but God is going to say, you don't believe me. He's going to say, depart from me. I don't even know you. Because you were not obedient in receiving his word, because you didn't think again, he told us to be baptized and to receive the Holy Ghost. So if you have not did those things, you have an opportunity. Reach out. Reach out. And we can make sure that happens. You have an opportunity. But do not cause what you've heard or what you thought to be the reason why you will not be saved. Think again. Think again. May God bless you guys. At this time, I'll turn it back into the hands of Melvin. Um, thank you, Minister Banks. It's a good message as always. Uh, we do have a few more comments. Let's see. Where did I stop off? Um, Gene says, you are right. Amen. Sister Rosie says, praise the Lord. And also Roderick says, praise the Lord, brothers. So praise the Lord to you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, as I said at the beginning of the live stream, we do appreciate all of the interaction. Um, and we do ask to like and share the video just for the reason of getting the, the word spread it out. Because as I always say, this is important. But going back to the topic of the lesson called Think Again, I remember uh, when I was real young and I would be in the process of doing something wrong, I would look up and see my mom and she would say, you better think again. <laughs> and that was just to get me straight. And we need to have the same mentality towards um, getting right with God. Um, I'm reminded of a place in Isaiah where it says, God's thoughts are higher and his ways are higher than our thoughts and our ways. Just because we think something doesn't mean that it's right. We could feel naturally about any little thing, but if it doesn't align with what God says, then it's not right. Because God says a lot of things are wrong that I naturally couldn't care less about. You know, if you want to go do that, then then do that. But I know that I can't be that way. I can't agree with it because God doesn't think that is right. You know, you can do you can try to live your life right. People are always going to have something to say. But the only opinion that matters is God's. And we need to we need to realize that because we try to please mom, dad, sister, brother. But we need to be trying to please God. And um, that's all that I have to add to that, um, just to make sure that we are baptized, because naturally it, you're just getting into some water, having some guy say, say a few words. But it's more than that. It's more than that. And that's what we need to realize. We need to think again about our salvation. And if we are truly saved, uh, let's see. Uh, Larry says, thank you for nothing but the word of God. She also says, we say we love God. To love God is to keep his word. Um, in one place, Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. So thank you to everyone that has left a comment. We have Casey, David, Kim, Jeremy, um, Gene, Sister Rosie, Roderick, and Larry, Wanda. Thank you guys so much for the interaction and, to, and for tuning in. And thank you even if you didn't leave a comment. If you're just watching the video or listening on the podcast, wherever and whenever, we appreciate you guys just the same, just to take time out of your busy schedule to listen to what God has to say. So as my weekly reminder to you guys, we do have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We would love to see you guys there. And as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Count it all joy, count it all joy. And again, count it all joy. There is reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm. The Lord blesses and says the same. We'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the Word of God. Until then, you guys have a happy, safe, and blessed weekend. And once again, thank you so much for tuning in.
Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here along with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Also, check out our website at jmsbible.com. There, you can listen to all of our in-person, Zoom, and live stream messages along with every scripture we've ever covered. Lastly, we have been getting a lot of questions about how people can donate. We have finally opened up a cash app if you find it in your heart to leave a donation because running these Bible studies takes money, which Tony and I have been paying since we first started. That name is dollar sign Joystorm12. We appreciate each and every single donation, no matter how small. And remember to rejoice in the Lord always.